0: Talk with Mark and V, the podcast where we just Talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my
1: boyfriend. Hey, I'm Mark. How's it going?
0: Not bad. It's been a good day. It's Friday. It's Friday, so we're
1: going into the weekend. That's always enjoyable. I just um, woke and- up. I just woke up from a four hour nap. So <laughs> oh, nice, nice. The energy okay. is here. Yeah, yeah. So you're ready to you're ready to record, and that's what I was going to say. I'm excited to do our pillow talk tonight. Me um, too. I think Friday night is what I look forward to now.
0: Me too, babe. Um, And we've got an exciting one. It's been a few heavy episodes.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we do have positive things in our lives. We
0: do a lot, actually. Yeah, (laughs) Far more than the (laughs) negative.
1: Um, So, yeah, today we're going to be talking about um, our love languages and the things that we liked about previous relationships, the things that we've learned, the things that we've carried on, a whole bunch of different things about just love and love languages. Yeah. Um, But before we get into this... um, so we're doing a podcast and we're talking about our lives and mm-hmm. that means that we have to talk about people and yeah. we're kind of having this fine line of who do we talk about? Can you say names? Like it's all this yeah. weird situation and we're trying not to out anybody. The point of this podcast is not to out people's secrets or anything mm-hmm. like that. But And this- a lot
0: of this happened like 15, 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um but, yeah, exactly
0: but broken people all over the world just trying to parent broken kids and it's just kind of broken people trying to get through their lives and we're here navigating through that
1: yeah and that kind of leads into like unfortunately we do have to sometimes talk about the wrongs that have been hap- or have happened to us and that mm-hmm. might come off negatively on some people and uh yeah, I, I have no ill will towards anyone. Yeah, like, of course not. I don't. I don't want people to obviously hunt down these people and send <laughs> me messages or anything. That's not the point of this. Absolutely. Um, but I thought we'd just try to clarify that a little bit. Like yeah. uh, the point is, like we're just trying to work through, and if we accidentally say names or like. It's just yeah. we're just trying to talk about our lives.
0: Yeah, in the most authentic, natural way possible. Yeah, which means I mean, I I came up with some code names for my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah.
1: We talked about that. We talked about doing code names for people, but then like, okay, so we come up with a code name for everybody in our life. It's it a just, lot of people. It just got complicated. Yeah. Um. So. so we're
0: gonna try to keep it as nameless as possible. Yep. But if it slips up, it's life. Whatever. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Don't go and, you know, harass anybody, I <laughs> yeah. guess is what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, okay, so love languages. Yeah, love languages. What do you know about love languages?
1: I know that my mom many times tried to hand me a book called <laughs> The Five Love Languages, and she was like, you need to read this. It's a
0: Christian-based book, right?
1: Um, I... I don't know. I know there's a lot of Christian books that talk about it, but I don't know if it's like a Christian concept, these five love languages.
0: I've always thought it was important in every relationship, Christian or not.
1: Yeah, like they're pretty universal and like it doesn't matter what religion. Yeah, it's gonna be fine.
0: Okay, so just for anybody listening who's not familiar, the context is that there's five ways that you can show love. and and receive love and receive love and you typically lean towards one or two you could get five but Mm -hmm. so all of them are there's words of affirmation which is saying supportive things to your partner okay i love you (laughs) there's acts of service doing helpful things for your partner would you like a sip of water thanks babe receiving gifts giving your partner Gifts that tell them that you were thinking about them.
1: Ooh, that's my that's my worst one. That's, we could t- talk, talk about. We're gonna talk about it. Oh God!
0: <laughs> and then physical touch, being close to and caressed by your partner. Uh, oh, and quality time. I miss that one. Spending meaningful time with your
1: partner. Yeah. So these are the five love languages. Um, I'm sure you know you could come up with a sixth one if you really felt motivated. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah. if
0: anybody's interested in finding their own, there's tests you can do on Google. Yeah. And I made. Mark, do one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting. It, the test, I don't know if it was the best. Like, we didn't pay money for to it. To be so.
0: honest, I kind of think that in every one of these Google tests, your mood can change the outcome.
1: Yeah, and like, even, yeah. They're all weird because they're all such vague questions like, have you ever walked up the stairs on a Wednesday? And you're <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I have, but I don't no or like
0: which is more meaningful to you this or this and it's It's like well that sounds like i'm being a total bitch so i guess i'll pick that one even though i
1: don't necessarily relate to that one it's just the lesser of two evils yeah yeah beyond (laughs) that i think
0: that previous relationships have kind of changed what your love language might look like and Mm -hmm. what like for me i was told that i was being loved a certain way but i didn't feel loved and so then my love language had to change to like okay well I need to make sure that he feels loved and like that kind of thing so I I, I don't know I think it changes
1: yeah no, def- definitely does people change all the time mm-hmm. so mm.
0: so what were your love languages actually let's start mm, what do you tell people your love languages are before this test what are your love languages
1: Um, I would say quality time is number one and then followed by words of affirmation
0: so what does that look like in our relationship
1: we spend like Every moment together. <laughs> like, literally, we we hang out every day, all day, always. Yeah, Mark
0: um, made a hobby closet in the living room, and so we just sit <laughs> beside each other doing our own things. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and quality time, yeah, it doesn't... For me, it doesn't always have to be actively engaged with the person, but yeah. just, like, around the person, you know, you just pick up on their energy or whatever you yeah, want to say. But uh, for sure. That's probably my number one thing is just, um, yeah, I, I want to be with the person I love.
0: Okay, so quality time, and then...
1: Uh, words of affirmation.
0: Ah, you okay. Know. And what does that look like in our relationship?
1: You're pretty good at it. You're very good at it. Um, yeah, you have, you're very, you're very nice to me. You're always complimenting <laughs> me. <laughs> but, uh, this one, I was thinking about it and, like, uh, why it's so important to me. And, uh. I grew up with two two older brothers and at one point we even adopted another older brother. So it was it was just a bunch of guys. Mm. And my mom, she grew up in a pig farm. Aww. So she's not the most emotional. <laughs> my dad, he was a farm guy too. So he's not the most emotional. So like um while well, I was always told that I was loved and yeah. like you know, I was never
0: overly complimented.
1: Overly complimented, but like there's also like Rivalry with brothers, where it's like, you know, right. you try to want to be better than them. So you want to try to get the words of affirmation, you know, from the mm. parents or whatever, or from anybody. And, okay. you know, I feel like it hasn't been there as much as I would like all the time. But with you, I feel like it is up there. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, that's
0: great. Yeah. I'm glad that I love you the way that you need to be loved. <laughs> uh. um,
1: yeah. And then after that, I would say, like, physical touch, then acts of service and receiving gifts.
0: Okay. So, That's a little bit different than the results that you got.
1: Yeah, like we did that test and they put physical touch was my number one. Yeah. Yeah. And physical
0: touch was my not number one. Hmm. And words of affirmation, we both got a second quality time. The only thing that we didn't get was receiving gifts and physical touch was backwards for us. Hmm. Everything else isn't. line <laughs> but I don't think that mine was right either
1: okay so let's go through yours
0: so mine says that receiving gifts was at the top I do kind of think it's important but I'm incredibly uncomfortable when receiving gifts yeah so I never actually like I love when people go the extra mile and think about me and all of that but I don't know maybe I've been conditioned to think it's like high maintenance or like <laughs> whatever if you do receive gifts so I've always been like no I can get it myself always Words of affirmation, I think, have always been very big for me. Um, My uncle was really good with this. He's always, he'll randomly text me and tell me he's proud of me and like all that kind of stuff. Quality time, I'm not sure if that's as big for me. I do like it, but I've always, in previous relationships, been very independent Mm -hmm. and I need my time. And then physical touch, because of just a bunch of stuff that we can get into at some other episode, <laughs> I have made it a priority for physical touch to not represent love, yeah. which is a whole other kind of trauma. But I've been very, like, I've mentally made sure that that's not the case. So yeah, physical touch is very low on mine. I would say that I'm words of affirmation and acts of service. Okay. So when you do things around the house for me, oh my God, you're the cutest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: When I pop that shirt off and hang a shelf. Oh, yeah. It won't be a level, but I'll look good doing it for you. Slips an
0: ice cap through one of the cat doors (laughs) while I'm working. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Acts of service. Um, Okay. So I guess we're going to talk about kind of how our love languages have affected or changed over the course of our dating lives. But we should probably talk about dating first. Did your parents ever give you, like, the dating talk or anything like that?
1: Uh, No, like, and I definitely never got, like, a birds and the bees talk. Mm. Um, My parents were always pretty decent with me dating. Like, I was allowed to have the girlfriend over in my room in high school and stuff. And I was allowed to pretty much do stuff. It, it wasn't a big deal.
0: Okay. Um, my dating talk was a lot different. Yeah, it was don't date till you're married. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we yeah, were actually only courting. Only date the man
1: you're gonna marry. Yeah. Do you remember courting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That
0: whole thing. Yeah. What was courting about?
1: Uh, courting is basically just like a fancier way to say like you're dating. You're, you're dating like with yeah, the intention
0: some... of marrying that person.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like more of like a deep. Like, yeah. you, like dating to me in my mind it's like you're dating around you're, you could be dating multiple people yeah. at once you're just seeing what's out there you're finding out what you like what you don't like we're courting it's like okay I maybe found the person that I do like I know it could work so let's start now, having those
0: serious conversations yeah, let's start having these conversations okay
1: like, Where? what's your 10 year plan like yeah. how do we get there
0: I don't like using the courting word. I feel like it's super old school. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. My whole thing is, yeah, dating. I've dated a number of guys, like gone out for dinners, whatever, movies, all that kind of stuff. I've been in four relationships, which I guess would be the courting thing.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, just another word for it. Sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So who was your first girlfriend?
1: Uh, my first girlfriend, I dated her in high school.
0: Okay. So and how old would that have made you? Up, I don't like know. Like 15, 16?
1: Yeah, 17. 17. 15, kay. 16, 17. And uh, I dated her for probably like three or four years. I don't even remember. It was on and off the whole time. Um, but uh, there were some things that I really enjoyed about her. And uh, as, I, as I dissect the different relationships I've had, I've kind of picked up, yeah, okay, I'm definitely taking this factor from this relationship, and mm. I want to find the next person with this same thing and uh, so these are the kind of the things I I, I found really enjoyable about, about my first relationship. Uh, Steph was fun. She was uh, my friend. Like um, we kind of had a similar friendship group. So like okay. we just had a lot of friends that had fun together. Right. Um. Even now, like you and her are still friends. Yeah. And we can go hang out. And she's still a lot of fun.
0: So much fun. Yeah.
1: Just she's ready to do stuff. She's just. Yeah,
0: even and she just had a baby and she's like, Yep, let's go over for fires, go to hang out. She's Yeah. A yeah. lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Um and I really like that. Um, the other thing that was nice about her, she was independent. And this is one thing that I've carried on in every relationship. Yeah. Um, just I'm not I'm not here to babysit people.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Not my not my job. I'm here to help. But Where do you not, feel
0: it was that like right off the get go or did you see that in her and want to carry that on? Or is that it, something that you may have seen in your mom? Or, yeah, maybe.
1: I don't know where I would have picked that up, but okay. it might have just been unintentional even. I okay. don't know. But now it's definitely intentional where it's like, yeah, you got to have your own thing going on.
0: Absolutely. Like,
1: um, so the goal of this relationship for me when I, I got into it, it was, um, it was very much supposed to be like the picture perfect Christian life. You know, we'd go to church, we'd have children, they would go to church, you know. I would work my job. She would look after the kids. It was just a very right. naive.
0: White picket fence.
1: Yeah, it was just, it was my first love. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought love was. Okay. Um, you know, you do these things and that's, that's the love. Um, I was still young though. And I really did not know what I wanted for my life. And mm-hmm. I, I found out like after that relationship ended that, you know, that isn't what I wanted. I did not want that children. I did not want that church life. I did not want that right. lifestyle. Um but like I said, I, I was able to take away some things I really did enjoy. Um, but
0: And then you were single for a while before you met your next girlfriend, a um, year or two?
1: Yeah, a year or two. And I dated a couple, went on a couple few dates here and there with a couple of randoms, but it was never anything. It was like two or three dates at most. Okay. Um, I took this one chick out on a date though and um, didn't end well. She ended up breaking her arm playing basketball. <gasps> yeah. Oh my so, God. So. It, it it was poor timing too. So like, <laughs> my parents were going out of town for the weekend. So I like, I'm like, yo, like this chick might get, ooh. Ooh. yeah, yeah. Parents out of town might be able to get lucky. Uh, but then my son of a bitch friend broke broke her arm playing like basketball. Son of a bitch friend. Yeah. So my
0: god, I'm yeah. so sorry that didn't. That could have been the yeah, one. That could have all been all you the know.
1: one. But now we'll never know. Now you'll never know. <laughs>
0: now you're stuck with me.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. Like. These were definitely just like I think I was just like a horny dude at that point, just trying to get out there. Okay. Whatever. None of these chicks, I don't even remember their names. Like it was just and
0: Tinder or
1: no, this was before like. Uh, oh yeah, old man Mark Yeah, old <laughs> man <laughs> Mar. Before there was Wi-Fi, before there were
0: telephone lines.
1: What's a cell phone? Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. So and then you met your your next girlfriend. At a sandwich shop.
1: Yeah, yeah. I picked up my next girlfriend at a sandwich shop. I like that's it. That's how I roll. A little
0: bit classier than a bar. Yeah, it's yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice.
1: W- yeah, it's like a hostage situation, too. Like, yeah, she, she had can't nowhere go to go anywhere. Yeah,
0: she would either lose her job or yeah. date you.
1: Yeah, and it's like if she finished the sandwich and I still wanted to talk, I just ordered another sandwich. Oh, yeah. No,
0: I like that. Entrapment. Yeah, yeah trap. <laughs> and they say romance <laughs> is dead.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so this relationship. Um, there was things I really enjoyed about it. What I really appreciate about her was she was very responsible. Um, like I, I didn't have to worry that there was going to be some unexpected credit card bill or, you know, there was no cause for concern. She was just a reliable, stable, Mm. responsible person. And, uh, it, it was, she was a good counterbalance to me in many ways. Um, like I, I can kind of get, uh, a little worked up sometimes (laughs) passionate passionate, i call it yeah and she (laughs) she was much more mellow and like okay we'll just kind of make this work or you know she was just a good balance in a lot of ways i i growing up i wasn't as responsible as i am now and she helped me kind of
0: nice learn that that and shape
1: that and uh yeah sweet we uh yes another thing i liked about her She was just something completely different. She Mm. was the first kind of chick that I hung out with more than a handful of times that was not connected to my initial growing up Church life type thing and the
0: circle that everybody knew. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah.
1: Like, li- like everyone in the church, we make this joke. Like, they're all marrying these people that they grew up with, and it's like, and they're and like, one all related. Yeah, one generation. It's like, okay, that's gonna be a lot of incest over there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like Yikes. my brother's related to this guy, which makes me related to this guy. It just like, like you are crazy. related to all of your best friends. Yeah, it, it's bizarre. It's yeah. so strange. We can literally tie the tree through it all, and it's it's everybody. So keeps I got saying out that, that we're the
0: last. Yeah, we're the yeah. Like we're the last notch in that tree. Yeah, exactly
1: Because then uh, we tied that. It's crazy. <laughs> One day we'll have to do like, uh, like fucking a fucking branch. tree. Right? So crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I I really like that cuz it was just it was just like I was done with that aspect of my life and then I could put that aside and it was just something completely new and something mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Um my goal in this relationship, um, my first relationship, it was fun and passionate, but it was unreliable. Like I said, we broke up a couple times, on right. and off. It, but like, when and there we were, were hanging, rules
0: of the church that you guys had to follow. Yeah, and like, I you think know, so there's opinions. like a lot of
1: sneaking around, right, and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it was just kind of, it was just not the best. Yeah, it was unreliable.
0: It's not sustainable for the yeah. lifetime.
1: So. So, yeah, I liked it because she was stable, but she wasn't the most exciting person. Like, she stayed at home a lot. She and didn't she have worked
0: f- weird hours, right? Weird
1: hours. She didn't have a big friendship circle. Um, but it was like I, w- I was still learning what I liked and what I didn't like, and I thought I'm going to try something different. And maybe – maybe I-, you know, like I was trying to get out of my friendship circle, you right. know? Right. Um, but, uh, so I, I, part of me approached this relationship and eventually the marriage with like a very business like approach. Now hear me out. Cause it sounds bad. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> it uh, does sound bad. Like we had financial goals. Like we, we, we had goals that we wanted to reach and we worked together to reach them. It was something we want to build together. We wanted to build mm-hmm. a new life together. Um, that was just partnership. ours. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, had, we, we made it work for quite some time. Um. So yeah, when I say it was like financial, like I really looked at like the, I think I looked too much at the, the having a partner that's responsible and not enough of at having a partner that like I was Could, passionate about or loved okay. or, you know, like I, she, she nailed it on the, the paperwork side, but on the passion side, I just kind of, like I obviously see. I loved it, but it you was, just
0: weren't connecting.
1: Well, Yeah. I don't even want to say that because we did connect but it wasn't like it wasn't like a a passionate burning in fl- flame you right know? okay okay it was like it was just like this this is a good relationship uh, it is stable we it are... could
0: work but you're not over the moon exact stoked on life
1: yeah okay exactly okay that's fair um yeah and it eventually did not work out and that was uh yeah a situation yeah um but whatever
0: breakups are messy. Eh,
1: Yeah. (laughs) So now that brings me to my third and final relationship that I've been in. And that's (laughs) you. Um, so I learned some things. I, I knew I liked somebody who was independent, but I also knew I wanted somebody who was my friend, who was in my friendship circle. Right. And when I started dating you, um, or when we started hanging out and stuff, like we were just friends. I had no intention. I was still with my ex even. Yeah. And, uh, you just slowly were my friend. Mm-hmm. So then the next step was like, okay, we're already friends, we we get along together. Then we became roommates. Yeah. And we got along well as roommates and it's like, well, like
0: like perfectly well. We would cook breakfast together and dinners together. We, we cleaned around each other like We
1: had like I had another renter living upstairs with us and he was kind of like our like weird teenage boy like man child yes. it was nice i yeah, we we miss that at guy <laughs> but uh
0: <laughs> but it was yeah it was funny cuz we had this just great dynamic that flowed and effortlessly
1: yeah and uh yeah so it's like i, I like that i like the the fun i like the flow i like that you had your own life going um with my ex-wife i wanted to build something i was young i didn't know what i wanted in this world and i wanted to forge my own way as many young men do mm-hmm. um and with her, she helped me do that. And unfortunately right. I feel like you know, I, I don't I don't necessarily feel like I took advantage of Cassie or anything. No. But of like course not. you know, that's the way it is. Like there was a financial aspect of it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well I feel like in every relationship there's pros and cons yeah. and conveniences. I mean, especially in this day and age. You can't My My parents always said I had asked them what time one time what they thought about me living with one of my boyfriends. And I was like almost like testing for a fight, like what are you going to say? Are you going to get me going? Whatever. And my mom was like, uh, in this economy, we can't afford to live separately. So get to know him. And if you guys get married, we'll show up at the wedding. Like, okay.
1: In this economy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I had already built stuff. I I have already created a, a business. I've created multiple lines of income for myself. I own my own home. Like, I've already built my life. I'm already... Stable, Right. Okay. Know?
0: And you kind uh, of know exactly what you want. I know who
1: I am. I know what I want. I know what I need at mm-hmm. this point. And yeah, with you, it's like uh, I'm not looking to build anything with you. You've already built your life, too. You already have your own goals, your own aspirations. Yeah. And thank goodness a lot of them line up together, like yeah. 99% of them. But to me, this relationship is just all about enjoying what I've already worked hard for and just getting the most out of life. And I don't want to sound weird, but and getting the most out of you.
0: Yeah, it's interesting too because like I feel like in the twenties or in our twenties we hustled and like was yep. that was that. And now we get to enjoy
1: the
0: mm. aftermath where yeah. it's like let's we've got money, we've got a stable home, we've got, you know, things going on, so let's have fun now.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, it's very much changed like my approach to relationship where it's like, yeah, my first one I was just like it's just a fun relationship. Right. The next one I was trying to build a life. This one I'm just I I wanted to find somebody to share the awesome life that I already have, Mm, and that's who better than my best friend, you know? Right. Fair. Yeah.
0: Okay, so when we started dating, well, actually, let's talk about that after. Let's talk about that after. Let's jump into mine and then talk about kind of our relationship Um, and what it's turned into.
1: Okay. I got that those three great loves do do you want to go of them right now let's pause on that okay after yours okay
0: yeah okay so um we kind of talked about that relationship I had in the church first love whatever we're gonna skip over that tonight because when I left the church that's when it was more of a serious type relationship where again we weren't Like hiding from the church we weren't sneaking around we weren't lying to our parents yeah we weren't getting our friend to three-way us all on a phone call you know yeah yeah. (laughs) tough life out there so yeah so when I started dating him right off the bat there was a lot of animosity because the church was kind of talking about us and like I was like kind of figuring out what to do and where I stood on it and like all of that kind of stuff yeah but he was so fun like we kind of were both figuring out relationships together. It was both of our first. It was, and I'm pretty good with communicating. And so we were able to talk about a lot. There was a lot of comfortability um, with sex. I lost my virginity to him. Tons of comfortability. Um, I just learned so much about kind of free space with him and open communication with him Mm -hmm. and like not judging. And I think that happened to be because we were so young. Like we were all just kind of figuring it out when, I was I think I was 17 when he turned 18 so he went to a strip club. Yeah. And at the time I just like left the church and so I was like I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> like I don't think I'd be upset if I was there but I'm not there so but like all of that together which was super fun for me and I we actually hung out last year mm-hmm. and I don't know talked about everything and stuff. So yeah, I I figured from that relationship I was very I wanted stability. I knew that family dynamic was important um, just because of the kind of family that we both had out and were kind of dealing with at that time. We both kind of had our family issues that we were dealing with. So I knew that family dynamic was important for the next relationship. And then career was very important because when we had broken up, I had gotten the job at an engineering firm. So now all of a sudden it was like office life and it was kind of taking things more seriously. And I was like a grown up job. And so then I was kind of like, you need to get your shit together. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's get our shit together together. He wasn't he didn't want to. Again, so young, but yeah. so fine. So then um, when I broke up with him, I dated some. Oh, let's call the first guy the gamer in case he ever comes up, because yeah. that was another thing. And actually, it's funny because I was always like, I'm never going to date a gamer. Like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of going to bed alone. I'm not a fan of waking up in the th- in the middle of the night and not having somebody there. I can hear him laughing in the other room with his friends. Like, <laughs> not into it. But you've picked up a game.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. throw it in my face all the time, like I'm some gamer, yet, like, I'm not. I play one video game. How on many occasion. hours? Doesn't matter how many hours. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
0: All right. Moving past it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, okay. So, on to the next one. Let's call him The Rigger. Okay. So, when I was dating him, he was eight years older, which in my mind meant stability and consistency and like maturity. Yeah. But that was not the case. So unfortunately I took a lot more of what I didn't want out of that relationship. What I did want his stepmom, incredible, like incredible woman. And I definitely wanted that dynamic where I had a mother-in-law where I could be a friend with (laughs) and connect with and, have over for cookies or milk when he wasn't around kind of thing. Like, I thought that that was super important. And it was because of that relationship. Hmm. Um, He also cooked like a fucking boss. (laughs) Like, he wouldn't just make tacos. It would be fish tacos, chicken tacos, and beef tacos. And (laughs) I would get to make whatever I wanted that. Like, I gained so much weight. But he (laughs) cooked so well. So, little things like that, too. He was also very, like... Susie homemaker hmm. um, His mom had been a chef I think And so he was very good in the kitchen He was very like Hands on could fix anything um, And yeah Like could do it all kind of yep. thing So I was like nice he's just kind of like my uncle He's handyman <laughs> he he can, <laughs> He's like my uncle and that's actually what I thought Like he can fix things he's, he's decent around people Like I worked a lot And he was the kind of person that I could bring to A Christmas party and leave He could handle his own. Yeah. He was okay. Like I needed to think in that aspect as well because I ran the parties. Like I planned Uh them all. I needed to be doing things. Like so that was really important to me too. And he handled that like a boss. But when we broke up, he ended up moving back to Ontario. So there was no it was a very like even break. There was no getting back together. There was Mm -hmm. nothing. Like so it was really clean and that was when I was very independent. I was like, okay, I'm not getting in the the next relationship I get in. It is going to be with the person I marry. So if I'm dating random guys for two years, totally fine. But I need to do my research. I need to figure out who I vibe with, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Enter, And then I wanted, again, somebody like I at that point knew what I wanted and like how confident I was and how sure of myself. I needed somebody else to kind of handle their own and be that confident with me enter let's call him the tattoo guy my aunt calls him that (laughs) um he was in like had a very stable career his family was very 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 close we went over to their house like three times a week four times a week um he had a really good relationship with his mom he would call her every day after work she was a stay-at-home mom so she had lots of free time so she was kind of like she would fix everybody's problems. Like she was the angel for the family and like cared for everybody. His grandparents were incredible too. I have a really good relationship with them. Even now I still talk to them. (laughs) Um, But like just incredible people and incredible kind of like environment. And that was super important to me. I needed it to be healthy. I needed it to be safe. Um, I also wanted him to be my best friend with the rigor. He was not my best friend. Like, he worked away a lot
1: <laughs> you liked it. and I, liked it. <laughs> yeah. I
0: was like, wait, no, you should definitely take that three month job. Like no problem. We could use the money. See you later. Like yeah. definitely liked the independence. And yeah, so that changed. Cause I didn't, I would work late on purpose because I didn't need to get home. I didn't want to rush home to him. Like I just wasn't there with him. Yeah. So when I started dating the tattoo guy, we honestly spent most of the first two years laughing joking it was very fun it was very relaxed it was you know that kind of thing yeah but towards the end of the relationship when it got a little bit more tense I started seeing a lot of the patterns that were the generational curses or whatever that they had talked about in church Hmm. where it was like you will marry your dad and you will end up being your mom and unfortunately for me those people in my life were just not people I aspired to be yeah So I had to take a really hard look and was like, if I stay, that is what I'm going to be. So when I left that relationship, it was kind of like, I really genuinely don't think that I'm going to find all of my standards because I have very high standards for myself. Like I've done tons of work on myself, (laughs) tons, like this guy does not exist. The perfect guy does not exist and I deserve nothing less than perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You know how it goes. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So that's when... I, like, yeah, I started, I was myself. I was, for the first time, 100% myself. So when you wanted to date me, first of all, I was not, I don't think, looking back now, I was in a good place to date. I think I still had a lot of baggage to work at at that time. I think us dating actually helped me work on that baggage more than if we didn't date. Hmm. Um, But...
1: Just like house, house like, how so?
0: Like... So, love to me was very, it was just bad. The love that I got from my parents, the love that I got from church, the love I got from boyfriends, just uncertain, draining, difficult to navigate, like just very, Hmm. a lot of work I would say. Sure. So, when you came and it was like... Like, you're not a lot of work. Some people (laughs) describe you as a simple guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's more like you're very honest. So I never have to tiptoe around whether you might be mad or not. Yeah. I never have to worry if you're saying something that you don't actually mean. I never have to. I never have to. If you say something that I'm just like, oof, ouch, I can ask you about it and you're not going to get mad at me for not understanding right. Like, it's very, it's a very safe 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 place with you yeah and you have actually i think i told somebody i think i told my best friend this you love me in a way that makes me question if i've ever been loved before
1: yeah yeah we we started talking about that like when when we were just starting to say I love you to each other and stuff Mm -hmm. and like yeah like we both kind of felt that same way like uh it was just, it's just something completely different. Mm-hmm. Just like what were we doing with every other relationship?
0: Exactly. Like it, it's crazy now because I was reading journals the other day, and yeah. it's so sad how little I thought of myself and how little I thought I deserved, and mm-hmm. therefore how much I tolerated. Hmm. And I think, even looking back, I think the reason that I dated the last two people I dated was because I knew they were not perfect. They knew they were not perfect. And I think I thought that because they weren't perfect, maybe they could love me,
1: hmm.
0: which is so sad. That is sad. Holy shit. Yeah. But then with you, again, it was like, I didn't have to try to make you love me. And we were just hanging out all last year. Yeah. We were just friends. And so you genuinely got to see a side of me that I didn't, I wasn't trying to impress anybody. <laughs> yeah. I was rolling around in the mud a few times <laughs> there were like... I was just it was genuinely myself so yeah. when you fell in love with that I it didn't make a lot of sense to me to be honest
1: yeah, doesn't make sense to me that it, doesn't make sense to you. <laughs> you're, you're awesome. it's pretty confusing <laughs>
0: but now let's talk about the three love things
1: yeah so there this is uh another book that uh, is pretty common uh, and it's about the three great loves that you will have in your life and basically The book is that simple. It talks about the three defining loves that most people have. Obviously, this isn't going to happen to everybody, but these are common themes. So I'm going to read you some stuff. Love Uh, it. My link is just opening up. Okay. So the first type of love is the love that looks right. The next one, I'm going to go back and get into more of these. The next one is the hard love. And the final one is the love that lasts. Um... So we'll go back to the love that looks right. It's been said that we re- uh, really only fall in love with three people in love life- lifetime yet. it's I'm abs- um, Fuck this article. I should have written it down myself.
0: Yeah. This um,
1: is a love.
0: <laughs> it basically is a love ap- that appeals to what we should be doing for society's sake and probably our families. So kind of the love that just you grew up thinking that that's kind of what marriage is. That's kind yeah. of what a relationship looks like. That's that's what it should be.
1: Yeah, the second one is the hard love, and this one teaches us lessons about who we are and how often we want and need to be loved. This is the kind of love that hurts, whether through lies, pain, or manipulation. Um, we think we're making different choices than our first, but in reality, we are still making choices out uh, out of the need to learn lessons. But we hang on. Our second love can become a cycle. Oftentimes, we uh, keep repeating it because we think that somehow ending it will be different. or it won't be different than before. Mm -hmm. Um.
0: There's a lot of trauma bonding that happens in relationships like that It's super unhealthy can be unbalanced narcissistic Even there can be a lot of emotional mental or even physical abuse or manipulation Um, But high levels of drama just anxiety. It's a roller coaster You can't really stop Hmm. and those are the kind of relationships that yeah, just the hard love
1: Yeah, and the last one is the love that lasts uh, and this is the love that we never see coming, the one that usually looks all wrong for us and that destroys ing- any lingering ideals we clung to about what love is supposed to be. This is the love that comes so easy it doesn't seem possible. It's the kind where connection can't be explained and knocks us off our feet because we never plan for it. This is the love where we come together with someone and it just fits. There aren't any ex- ideal expectations about how each person should be acting, nor is there pressure to become someone other than who they already are. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, we're just simply accepted for who we already are, and it shakes us shakes us to a core. Um, so that's the love that lasts. Um, so these are the three kind of loves that they they talk about people having, and it's very interesting going back and looking at my life and being like, yeah, I, I, I fall into this perfectly. Yeah. Um, the love that looks right, my first love. Um, you know, like I said, I, I thought it was going to be the the grow up in the church. You know, mm-hmm. have happy children. They grew up in the church. You know, just yeah. this. It looked right. It yeah. looked like this would be the nice life, but it was not the life for me. It was yeah. nowhere even remotely close. What it just didn't I make
0: you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. What makes your parents happy isn't necessarily yeah.
1: what's going to get you off. Hey, yeah. Whatever you want to do, do your own thing. Um, the next one, the hard love, this was uh, the one with my ex wife. Um, mm-hmm. I learned a lot of lessons. I learned who I was. I learned I grew as a person. Like mm-hmm. she, she, she truly forged me into the person I am today. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah and And you needed that like it's funny because even in our relationship there are things that you see that i picked up from t and i see that you picked up from her so how i described it to your mom actually is that we were both the people in relationships that were walking on eggshells yeah so now in our relationship i genuinely don't have to like when you tell me you're upset you're upset if you're not I genuinely believe it. You're not going to be slamming cupboard doors. You're yeah, not going to yeah. be like throwing vacuums around. <laughs> like <laughs> I just, I there's this trust with you. And again, like like this thing says, it's just like it's so easy. It didn't make sense. You came out of nowhere. We yeah. weren't supposed to be dating. You were supposed to be my lifelong childhood best friend. I even said that we shouldn't date because best friends shouldn't date.
1: Yeah, and like um, <laughs> we even tried to date before. Like, yeah, uh, back in so. the day. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was just a love that we both didn't see coming and then it it came on us. So that is the love that lasts, and that's what I have with you. It's just (laughs) this like, it it just destroyed any ideals of a relationship that I had before. Any any notions of love that I I thought I knew what love felt like, what I thought love was like to reciprocate or whatever.
0: What a partnership looks like, Mm -hmm. what a team looks Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, it's incredible how much I feel like we've built even in less than a year our, enga- or our anniversary is like coming up. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Special episode coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy what we've built even in just a year because we talk about it and we work together and it's like I remember the first time you asked me to borrow money and I was like, holy shit, this has never happened to me before. <laughs> like, yes, let me let me help you. Because I knew that like eventually I'm going to ask you for money and yeah. like, it's just there's, I don't know, it's just an open, transparent slate that we just yeah. get to build on together.
1: Um, I never talked about this, but, like, I used to share a bank account with the ex-wife, and mm. um, it, we don't share yeah, a bank don't account. A bank and account. I I don't think I ever will. I don't think we have any goal. We we will share, a, like, a joint account. Yeah, we've talked uh, about it for the
0: van and trips and yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: trips, so we're both yeah. good. Mostly but, just, like,
0: a savings account to stick money in.
1: Yeah, but, like, it, it's, like... Uh, Yeah, we both have our own thing going on. We both are bringing our own assets into the table. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just we're both already there to just thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You also mentioned kind of how we we were the ones to just kind of walk on eggshells all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that I think both of us were in most of our relationships is the uplifting one. Um, Usually in relationships, you know, I I talked about how how my ex kind of balanced me out, um, you know. I would be up, she would be down, vice versa. It seems right. like both of us are always up.
0: You yeah. We're both always
1: uplifting the other person. There's not one person that is always dragging their feet, and now you're trying to drag this person along with you.
0: It's so funny that you mentioned that because, yeah, I feel like you are the first person that I've been with that I don't feel like I'm babysitting. Yeah. That I don't feel like I have to give more of my energy to to be – like, to make you happy and to keep this going in a healthy way. Like,
1: yeah, it's like, very I, consistent. I feel like we both put in the same amount of effort and we both get the same amount of effort in return. Or and whatever. we've
0: never talked about it. We've never talked about what expectations yeah. we had in a relationship. <laughs> we never...
1: Oh, a funny story that happened. So, like... Uh... My our furnace broke or whatever, uh, so we decided to move into the living room into the fireplace. So we dragged our mattress out there, <laughs> and uh, we got the furnace fixed in a couple of days. But then we just slept out there for two weeks, and it's nice. Out. Yeah, we are just camping on the living room. But uh, one day, like. You came out of the shower and you're like, I think we need to move into the bedroom. I'm like, I was just about to it say was that. It's so funny because like, I was in
0: the shower. I was like, hey, I think it's time. Like, I don't know how he's feeling about uh-huh. it. He yeah, might like, still want to do every the Every night weekend. we're like,
1: oh, I love it out here. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so nice. And like, it was we just before cr- the
0: weekend. I thought you might want to like have the last weekend in the living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
1: no, no. but yeah, like you came out. I'm like, yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Like, it just seems like we're always like so in sync with everything and we're always both ready to just jump on board. Oh, you want to do this? Heck yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, we're not trying to drag the other person. It's been very just satisfying Mm -hmm. to have that. Yeah. And not have to feel like I'm just dragging this dead weight along.
0: for sure. No, it's definitely, I feel like a very, the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. That's for damn sure. Yeah. For damn sure. For damn sure. (laughs) I work with some people in the U.S. and they've been pulling out my accent a lot. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm just reading some more stuff here. Hmm.
0: It's interesting, too. Um, MKG, MGK, and Megan Fox. Oh. <laughs> they call themselves a twin flame.
1: Yeah, yeah. This uh, The Lasting Love, sometimes people refer to it as that as well, yeah. a twin flame, where you just, like, you, your passions burn together, and, like, you're just...
0: She describes them uh, as part of the same soul that's separated before. Uh, I was reading sure. about it this morning. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a little funny. bit crazy. But yeah, but of like of
1: we, we watched an interview with them like and yeah. they just seemed happy. Like and, fun
0: and joking. Fun. And they've got like, I like, don't know. Like someone
1: will make a joke and the other person just wants to go along with it. Yeah. It's know?
0: hilarious watching them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it's nice. I feel like we have a lot of that too. Um, yeah. Just just fun. Just just
0: vibe with it. Just, vibe. just go with it. Yeah. That's another thing I do like about you too is like the go with the flow thing. Like we went on a vacation last year, and the van that we had just spent ten thousand dollars fixing, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it broke down like fifteen minutes out of the city, and. <laughs> we ended up spending... Well, it was supposed to be a two-week vacation. We ended up cutting it down to a week. We spent two nights in a hotel room, two one, nights in my cousin's room, one night on um trampoline, and one night on... In a
1: field. In you a just f- slept outside with a horse. Oh, yeah,
0: I forgot about that. We slept in my car one night, we yeah. slept in the field one... Or on the trampoline one night, and on a living room <laughs> yeah, floor one night. Yeah,
1: when we should have been sleeping in this nice, nice camper van. But the point of this was like, so I spent all this money... We spent all this money on this van, breaks down, and like we're like, well fuck, that just ruined a whole vacation. Or did it Or did and it? And then we just took all our gear, loaded up into your car, we dealt with the van real quick, and then we went on our way like nothing happened. Like we, nothing. We happened. readjusted to this whole situation and like there was no kicking there was kicking and screaming. I was a little <laughs> I was a little butthurt. But it wasn't like We took a nap and then got over exactly. it. Exactly. It was just like okay, like we're moving on. We're gonna make yeah. the best of this.
0: And it genuinely could have been a week of just annoying and anxious and stress and tension and like, this isn't what I wanted and this not, but it never is with you. We spent more time with my niece and nephew than we were originally planning to. (laughs) That's another thing with you. I've always felt like I could bring you into my family situations and you nail it. Like, well, I mean, it's weird because you've been camping with my family before (laughs) you've like 10 years ago you were camping with me and my family. So I've, I've always felt like you just fit right in perfectly seamlessly yeah to my life and what i had going on before i may well before we reconnected i I feel
1: the same way about you um my brothers like you my one doesn't know i know that about the other one (laughs) i don't know if you've ever really even talked to the other one i have had it twice i mean he's
0: eaten my food twice and now i think think i've cooked for him twice
1: (laughs) yeah and like yeah it's, it's just perfect yeah um what what else do we got here not much eh okay okay well we're at 45 minutes that's that's nice that's a good conversation
0: is that a wrap
1: it, i don't know I'm, I'm more than happy to talk about something else if there's something else on your mind no okay do you want to, what
0: do you want to talk about your feelings you want to talk about hmm.
1: let's scan my notes no i got nothing i got oh, nothing
0: he has no feelings yeah Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then everybody should give us something to talk about. Email yeah. uh, email us any stories, thoughts.
1: Yeah. Tell us about uh, your relationships. What did you learn from them? Did yeah. you change? Like, who are you now because yeah. of your
0: last relationship?
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, send us your email uh, at Pillow Talk with Mark and B at gmail dot com, or you could message us on Instagram at Pillow Talk with Mark and B, or you could message us on Twitter with at PT with Mark and B. <laughs> uh, and yeah, if you like liked what you just listened to, uh, support the show at Pillow Talk with Mark and B on Patreon. You know, that's just uh, just search Pillow Talk with Mark and B. Yeah, you'll it, you'll, it you, come you'll come you'll get it. the It'll, hang of it, I'm sure. It. Yeah, uh, but yeah, support the show. Um. Support what we're doing. Um, we're just trying to talk and hopefully this conversations helps solidify what you guys think. About yeah, and if you feel like
0: you might be in one of those relationships that you're not stoked on, you do have some like apprehension, I suggest you really look kind of inward, self-reflect, yeah. see if it's your thing because honestly life is too short and i'm so fucking happy i did not miss out on this with you.
1: Yeah, me too. That that would be a good episode like we both had to do a hard breakup like yeah. you were invested in a house with a guy and engaged mm-hmm. um but with him for like 5 or 6 years or whatever. Yeah. You know, i i was married with, with you know, stuff like yeah. But, but we like, both
0: had baggage
1: but the thing is like we both had to actively make a choice to like get out of those bad relationships and mm-hmm. it fucking was tough it was but, tough uh,
0: it was dark for a hot minute there yeah but look at me now look at you
1: now so yeah yeah um well this was a fantastic pillow talk i had fun it was nice um yeah i don't know what the next episode's gonna be maybe send us some questions i don't know whatever
0: we'll see where we land, we'll <laughs> see where we land. thanks for listening thanks everyone